and so normally we join a little early and watch him make his work of art, which is pretty awesome. And uh, for generally kind of the structure is we, we just talk about like updates that are going on in the community, and then um, and then usually we try to like go through the updates pretty quick, and then like go into just discussion about different things happening. So that's sort of the plan for today. The agenda is in the announcements channel. Um, so you can check it out there. Does anyone have anything they want to add to the agenda before we get started? Okay. So, um, so, so the the biggest thing there's there's not a ton of updates this week. Um, so the biggest because the biggest thing for those of you who may have not already heard is the work on the V4 prize pool design, which is coming. Um, we now have an official. Um, an official launch date of October 13th. And so as we're getting kind of closer and closer, pretty much all of our attention is, is going to working on that. And so, um, you know, we're not having quite as many of the typical things you would have. We do have some, we do have a couple of sort of partnerships in the pipeline, um, launching a prize pool with Fade Protoc Protocol. Um, you know, we, we launched with Cello a couple, oh, a couple weeks ago, but, um, but for the most part, the biggest stuff happening right now is really just the kind of the continued work on um, Pull Together V4. And you should expect over the next few weeks that that is going to sort of continue to continue to be the case for the most part. So that's our that's our first. And um, oh, is this the okay? Sorry. So Oops created a th thread. Chris Case at first. Um, so that we can discuss what's happening. And I'm just gonna cross post these announcements over there, which is helpful. Um, yes, yeah, so you guys can join that thread. There we go. Um, anyways, yeah, so, uh, oh, down. so uh, for those of you who are not aware, the idea of V4 is basically to make the protocol way better. <laughs> um, and the way that that's happening is there's a bunch of stuff, but the, but the two biggest things are that V4 will enable one, um, essentially an unlimited amount of prizes. So an issue that we have right now is that um, you know prizes have gotten have gotten big, but uh, sorry, hang on, we gotta meet somebody. Um, prizes have gotten big. Got uh, that? Okay, um, but. Um, but as prizes have gotten big, they've gotten big because a lot of money's been deposited. And so as money's been deposited, your chances to win a prize have gotten low, has, has gotten lower. With V4, we can have um, unlimited number of winners and that can scale. And so what that means is like, as more people join the prize pools, you can keep your, your same odds of winning. Um, so like, so like for, for very rough numbers, if you had a deposit in the die or, or let's say, let's say you had a deposit in the, um, in the USDC prize pool today, you would have around a, uh, like let's say you had a thousand dollars deposited in the USDC prize pool, you would have around like a 0.01% uh, chance of winning the prize each week. Um, whereas with V4, you'll be around like a 15% like a chance or, or potentially even higher, depending on how it's set up. So it's gonna be a way, way, way different um, Distribution. Um, USDT pool and Polygon 2x. Well, the USDT prize is only daily, though. Um, anyways, getting a little distracted. So that's so that's a quick update on V4. Super excited. That's what most we're just going towards right now. Um, anyone have any questions or comments on that? Yeah, I, I find that interesting. Uh, watching the cello uh, pool with the. Uh, the 30 winners per week, like each winner skins a significant little chunk of change. Uh, I, I mean, uh, the prize, the total prize was only like seven and a half K, but every each, each user, user's got like 250 bucks. So yeah, pretty good. Excited to see the new uh, expanded uh, uh, pool of users that are going to be able to get wins. Should be fun. Yeah, yeah, it's definitely way more there. fun. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I don't know about you guys, but like the dot, the the solo prize pools are now like those are my favorite ones. <laughs> to, to, like, hey, like, yeah, go ahead. Are those uh, prizes going to be push or, or are they going to switch to like a claim type deal? 
with yeah with v4 it'll all be claimed um so the idea is obviously you know most people are going to be using this on either arbitrum or optimism or polygon or something like that so the gas fees are going to be um you know manageable because if you're using it on ethereum you would probably need to wait like if you you know let's let's say let's say you win a prize but that prize might be like ten dollars right um you're not going to want to claim it on ethereum Right. Um, has there any anyone discussed like a reimbursement program for people to migrate from the V three to V four? We've talked about it, but we have not gotten into the details on it. Um, but I'm a big fan of that idea personally, and yeah, I'm a big fan of that. I agree. I think that's important to do if we're going to make this big switch like this. Yeah. Yeah. Especially for like, you know, people who have $10,000 or less deposited. It's a, a technically relatively easy to, you know, um, gather all the data for everybody that's got the funds on chain, um, you know, before X time period, sort of like the way airdrops happen. Is that, would that be easy enough to pull off or is that a bit of work? Well, it depends on how, how we did exactly. I think the the ideal the ideal setup, which um, the ideal setup would be like if we could if someone could like click a button and it would be like upgrade to V four, and then like if they click that button, they could get airdropped like some pool tokens that are sort of like you would you would probably want it to be slightly less than the gas gas cost because if it's more than the gas cost and like that opens up attack vectors for people to game the system. So you yeah. don't want it to be profitable to game, but something like that. Would it be possible to do like, let's say you have like a, a one week period where you can approve uh, the pool together protocol to do that, to migrate for you. And we could like batch those people that sign up, batch their transaction. That is a good question. I mean, I would defer to Brendan on that. I don't know if Brendan's around or wants to speak to that. Hello. Um, I feel like uh, what would make the most sense if you guys really want to do this is to um, put together a retroactive airdrop, uh, but we snapshot like yesterday. So now that we're talking about it, it's the information's kind of out there so people could start gaming it. And so the biggest problem with that is that there's a lot of like $1 deposits and things to try to kind of game airdrops like that. So they get lots of different... Like, it basically, if the floor is a certain amount, then it's actually worth it to create a bunch of different uh, accounts. Um, and then secondly, you'd also want to make it so that it requires the user to actually move funds. So you would it would be an airdrop, but it would be a conditional airdrop in that you would, um, as part of the airdrop, record what their liquidity was, and then for the, uh, the, the when you deploy the actual airdrop code, you could be like, okay, well, how much liquidity did they migrate to v4 if it's the same or above a certain threshold then you can then allow them to claim tickets kind of thing or, or whatever the claim is so there would be there's definitely some options there um you know our uh it wouldn't be too dissimilar to the retroactive airdrop and actually we have um uh, ryan he worked on the second airdrop um that uh, that was released that actually i don't even know how much traction that got but nonetheless we do have some ex people with experience with that in the community that could set something like that up um we are super laser focused on v4 we have absolutely zero extra cycles so in terms of um you know pt ink tackling this we don't have time right now um that being said i mean like we can definitely help out a community member or we could address it after we launch uh but our focus right now is nailing launch um, but that doesn't mean that migration can't come later. So, um, and there's a lot of different ways to tackle it, but I think the simplest is to take a snapshot and do a conditional airdrop, uh, because we already have a lot of code for that. So my two cents. Thanks. This is actually also a good opportunity to talk just at a really high level about what, um, you know, I, I think anytime you're, you're you're launching something new, you should. It's always actually much better to think of it as a rollout and not a launch, because a launch is infers like one day and everything's done, and a rollout is more um, infers that there's sort of a process around it. And I think 
we should definitely be thinking about v4 as a rollout so it's not like come october 13th it's not like all the v3 pools are going to disappear and everything's going to change it's actually going to be it's actually going to be it's not going to be like that at all all the all everything currently will keep running um and essentially there'll just be a new prize pool that's the v4 prize pool that uses this new technology um and that's how it will initially roll out and from there then we can you know build on that then we can sort of like make an upgrade mechanism things like that like uh, but um but yeah i definitely would think about this as like a rollout and less of like okay today everything's changing it's going to be more like actually you can still even participate in the v3 prize pools if you want to our assumptions most people are going to want to be in the v4 because it's going to have bigger prizes it's going to be cross-chain it'll have way lower gas fees it will have no early exit fees it'll have a lot of advantages but um but uh yeah i i think we definitely want to think of this as a rollout and this is getting a little bit outside the scope of this call as like an update call but we should i think we should definitely plan some like calls um in the coming weeks to just get into the details of like the rollout plan It sounds like a piece of work the community could take on, to be honest. Like a few, a few of the users should get together, think about a retroactive, retroactive airdrop, uh, where the cutoffs are, so it's balanced, and we're kind of, you know, cutting out all the, the opportunists, depositing, you know, mm-hmm. one die and stuff. So that sounds like a piece of work that the community could tackle um, up to a point, and then obviously we would need some help from PT to actually, you know, implement that airdrop, at some point. Does that, does that sound feasible? After yeah, the fact, I, of course. Yeah, I mean, after yeah. V4 is launched, then everything's settled, then we could think about it um, and, yeah. and roll that out. I mean, there's there's ways we could do it even with, there's ways we could do it purely manually, right? Like we could do something where it's like, it, it, essentially we could just collect a list of addresses that upgraded and then we could use like disperse app to send them. You know, we want to, like we could do it without any technical smart contract work. So. Oh, I guess, okay, I'm disagreeing with you. Yes, I definitely think that's possible. And I think I can at least say for myself, conceptually, I very much think um, doing some sort of airdrop or incentivization for people to upgrade is, is crucial because we, speci- specifically for the smaller depositors, because we don't want to just abandon them. Yeah, speaking personally, I would, I would kind of sour me if I was, you know, participating in protocol, playing with it in the early days, and then, you know, it's up, going on this upgrade path and I get left behind. Um, I right. want to be made whole at some point. Yeah, yeah, I agree with that. They they can consider it their first prize, <laughs> the first prize they win for upgrading. Um, that's great. That's great feedback. Thank you for bringing that up, Regis. Um, anyone else have questions on before stuff? Uh, yeah. Um... Was the, was there going to be a uh, one big prize pool which everyone would be in, you know, regardless of a protocol or um, coin or token? I, I remember hearing that, but can you is that the case or not? Yeah, I would say conceptually yes. So so to, to, to be clear again, everything everything all the current prize pools that you see right now, those are all V three. Those are go. Those are going to keep running. Those are going to keep doing what they're doing, function the same way they do today. That's you know the way that decentralized protocols work. The V4 uh, on, on, at the initial launch, it will support USDC on Polygon and um, Ethereum. So you can join. You can join the same prize pool. It'll be one prize regardless of what network you're on. You can join on Ethereum. You can join on Polygon. Um, and you know a- after that initial launch. Um, We'll then be working to expand it to more chains, so you could join on, you know, Celo, on, uh, you know, Arbitrum, on Optimism, on like all these different chains. Um, it also can expand it to be more assets too. So you could use different, you could use Dai, but but again, even if you're using different assets, even if you're using different chains, you would still be joining the same, essentially the same prize pool with the same massive prize that gets distributed to thousands of people every week, and so. Um, that's a long way of answering the, the short answer I would say is yes. How can I ask oh. Sorry, I think you broke up. Yeah. Sorry, so if if like today's 
like version three. Just imagine if that was on version four today, like with all the assets. Yeah. What would be the top prize? Uh, I mean the top, the top. So we would say, okay, let me just check real quick. So right now, the protocol is distributing ninety-one thousand dollars a week in prizes, right? So instead of so the, so the total prizes per week would be ninety-one thousand dollars. The top prize would be up to us to decide, up to the community to decide. We could do it a lot of different ways. We could do it where it's like, okay, there's one fifty thousand dollar prize, there's a hundred a hundred dollar prizes, there's ten a thousand dollar prizes, and there's a thousand five dollar prizes, right? Or we could do it where it's like, there's one ten thousand dollar prize, there's two twenty five thousand dollar prizes. You you get the point. So we could split that up however we want to. Now that sounds good. So that would be be like a vote uh, for the, uh, like on oh, what's that? Uh, I remember the, the website where every so everyone with pool could vote on that. Yeah, eventually, 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 yeah. When we first when we first launch, that's going to be something that like we'll have to just unilaterally or not unilaterally, but we'll have to just set. But yes, in the long term, it'll basically be like okay, we have a million dollars in prizes per week. How, do, how what's the best way to break those up to make this the most fun it possibly can be? Yeah, sounds sounds really great. Yeah, uh, it's gonna be awesome. <laughs> Definitely excited about it. We're gonna make a, as well. We're gonna make a tool like a web tool that you guys can play with to tune the distribution just to get a sense of the numbers. And so we will have more fun kind of interactions where you can start to play with. Like, okay, what if grand prize is half of the total prize pool? And then what will the other secondary prizes be? So there's going to be, we're, we're going to have some fun peripheral tooling. But as Leighton says, it's going to roll out slowly. Um, but we've got some really cool stuff planned. These are great questions. Any, any other questions on V4 stuff? Uh, what's the decay rate? on prizes so let's say somebody doesn't notice right away how long does the it take the plan has been you, you mean like the plan has been two months so if you don't claim if you win a prize and you don't claim it within two months you would essentially lose that prize is that what you're getting at yes yeah that that i believe is the current working assumption is uh two months uh, is there something called push like that where which can go out to wallets uh i i I, could... I lost you for a second what did you say say that again there's something called ethereum push or something like that which... oh yes yeah the notification service yeah yeah so we could we could have set up like a notification service and i mean hopefully there'll be lots of different ways you can get notified and it, i mean hopefully you know I, I think people don't come and check to see very much that they won right now because the chances of winning are so low. But if you're winning a prize, you know, once every four weeks, you're probably going to be coming and checking every week. So I'm not too concerned, but we could definitely use notification services as well. Good questions. What part of the rollout? is going to be like the the cross chain part um it will be cross chain from 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 day one so okay. but but initially it will just be polygon and ethereum okay um and then as and then we'll be at you know adding more chains in in the in the future so it will be cross chain from day one but just not every single chain if that makes sense on day one But it's going to be awesome. This is actually, this is the first, uh, to our knowledge, there's no other cross-chain protocol um, that exists. Like there's no, there's protocols obviously that are deployed on different chains like Pool Together is today, but there's no protocol that actually um, has synergies between the chains and, and, and that creates growth. So it's going to be, it's going to be really awesome. Yeah, to be honest, that's the most exciting part to me. <laughs> yeah. Just like pull together as its own bridge, right? Because the only the only things that are, you know, literally cross-chain are the bridges themselves. Right, <laughs> so, right. Yeah, the bridges are cross-chain. Cross yeah, but the bridges, but the, you know, bridges are bridges. They're, they're not really like, 
apps that you use on chains. So this is yeah, going to be, totally. and I think in the future, in the future, you know, I think every, every, every app will be built this way where it's truly cross chain, but this is actually one place where we're at a, an advantage to other chains because, or other apps, because, um, doing what we're doing cross chain is quite a bit easier than doing like, um, like for example, imagine Uniswap wanted to be truly cross chain where, where you could swap and it would go, it would route to a different chain if they had a better price. That's really, really complicated. Doing a prize pool truly cross chain is complicated, but it's not at that same complexity as Uniswap. So it's a it's a competitive advantage that we have over other um, other apps. Can't wait. Breaking news. Uh, just what about the risk of going across different chains? Does that not add more risk? So I would say it adds. It, it does not add more risk to your deposited funds. It does, in the short term, add centralization. There's, there's more centralization because you need to um, you need to have the oracles that essentially tell these other chains, you know, who won and how much they won. Now, in, in terms of in terms of the security of your deposit, it really doesn't change anything because it's 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 really the exact same as it is today. Right, so like if you deposit into USDC on Polygon, the security profile is going to be the exact same with before. Um, but what it what it does do is it does it is it is I would say more centralized, um, at least in the short term until until like cross chain communication becomes you know super seamless, which it's not right now. But there is so that I think that's the trade off that's being making it being made is it's it's a bit more centralized, but it's not. It's not. It's not less secure than just, you know, depositing into B4 on Polygon will have the same security risk as depositing into B3 on Polygon. Okay, I'm so I think I got confused with the oracles and um, uh, bridges. Yeah. So so basically they're all separate. If you if you deposit into Poly, Poly, Polygon or Ethereum, kind of separate. But then you're you're going into the central pool. Uh, but yeah. from from us, there's no risk. Yeah, there's two like if you looking at it at a technical level, um, if you deposit into Polygon and into Ethereum, those technically at a technical level are two different prize pools. But like the way it works is those prizes are combined and then distributed across both both sets. And so from a user's perspective, it will feel like they're in the exact same thing. Yeah, just to add a little more color there. So your funds, your principal is going to be in an autonomous, non-custodied smart contract. That doesn't change, but it exposes the interest that's accrued. And so at launch, it'll be governance's job to move the interest liquidity around to satisfy the prizes. And so initially, that's going to be controlled by multi-sigs, um, but as Layton alluded to, we will have inter-blockchain communication in the not-too-distant future, and so we will be able to start automating more and more of this. Um, but that's why the, the risk profile is slightly different. Um, I would say it, it is slightly riskier in terms of the interest, but your principal has the same level of security. It's still a, still a non-custodied uh, um, uh, autonomous contract, so you don't have to worry about your funds. That's bulletproof. Um, and what we're going to be doing is having governance move this interest liquidity around to satisfy the prizes. And then in terms of the Oracle, the Oracle initially is going to be a, a privileged wallet that will be able to mirror the prize distributions across these different chains. But we've got some uh, checks and balances to ensure that we can, we have a sort of cool down on that so that the multi-sig can step in in case that automated system gets, uh, um, you know, what's the word? Anyway. If somebody manipulates it, compromised. Compromised. Thank you. Um, and uh, and so we'll have checks and balances initially, and then eventually, once we move to uh, interblockchain communication, we can turn down that time, remove the privilege, and then um, uh, allow these to really truly be uh, fully autonomous. Which is what our end goal is: is to have this whole system autonomous. Um, so yeah. So initially, the risk there is a slight risk, um, but your your funds are safe. If that makes sense. Yeah, no, that, that makes sense. 
Great questions. We're really diving into things. This is good. Anything else? Uh, in terms of marketing, have you got any sort of plans on how to, to get, the, get the word out about version four? Yeah, so that's, that's um, I would say yes early, but that's actually like what, uh, I think I wrote this somewhere here, um, or maybe I didn't, but I, I would love to do like a separate, like I'll set this up for next week. I'd love to do like a separate call and bring everyone up to speed on like what the current plans are and 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 also though like shape those plans um you know like i know chris k you're on the call i would love to have your input you're sort of a master communicator and educator um there's yeah so 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 there's there's some stuff that's already been done but there's there's a lot still to do on that front and um yeah definitely definitely want to bring everybody in on that because i think that's something where you know we're really just working on the tech side primarily, and that's something I think where the community can really step up and help is um, on that that front of the education and onboarding and all that marketing. Yeah, sorry, Layton. Uh, could you repeat like what exactly you want my input on? Sorry, I'm like. Well, no, 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 no worries. Not not necessarily right this second, but I was saying um, in terms of the V4 like rollout and marketing plan. Um, just want your input on like helping to build that and shape that. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I'll definitely give it thought. Um, it's just been a really hectic couple of weeks and until the end of the month, it's just really busy, but yeah, for sure. By, um, uh, October 1st, I'll start giving that some thought. Yeah. 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 Nothing to, nothing to say right now. I was just bringing up that's, that's, that's on, on the to-do list for sure. Good questions. Any other questions? Um, okay, so this next thing, this is this is sort of related to that last question, I'll, and I'll just briefly touch on this right now, but one thing I've been working on a lot this week, and I'll be publishing um, hopefully later today, or if not on Monday, is basically just a framework that we can have people start working full-time um, for the protocol if they want to. Um, so it's something that is going to need a lot of discussion. It's going to need a lot of input. I'm, I'm just, I'm not, I'm just proposing, you know, an initial starting point for it, but um, it's something that I think is going to be really important for our growth and I'm really excited about. Um, and so, uh, yeah, I, I just want to plant that seed in people's heads and let them know that that is coming. And if you're interested in working full-time for the protocol um, or, or, or part-time too, then, um, you know, I mean, I know a lot of people are already working part-time. Um, then uh, it's definitely something that I'm going to want your input on. So, um, all right. So those are sort of the main updates. But there's a couple people who have joined the community call to give specific updates. The first is Reed, um, who is going to give an update on the POAP. Reed, do you want to tell us about um, we, we, the, no, the POAP let, integration? Yeah, sure. I'm going to let Hook uh, jump in first. Fast. Yeah, it's a, awesome. Yeah. Hey, Leighton, um, I was able to join the call, so um, I can kind of lead into what uh, Reed was hoping to discuss. Um, one of the things I wanted to share with everybody is that uh, Under the Sea and I have been working on a retroactive POAP drop for all of those who have voted um, so far um, in all of the on-chain and off-chain votes. So. Uh, be looking out for that in the in the coming weeks. I'll post it here in a second. Um, but as soon as it gets integrated, those who have voted will be eligible to go and claim that POAP. Um, it's a different POAP than the POAP that Reed posted. Um, but it's a POAP to help acknowledge all of those and thank all of those people who have cast a vote so far, whether it be on-chain or off-chain. Uh, and then going forward, I think that uh, if we were to integrate the uh, Snapshot POAP plugin, uh, then we would be able to more effectively and efficiently um, distribute POAPs for voters. And uh, so I brought Reed in today because he's a representative from POAP, and I think he can kind of tell you guys about uh, how the plugin works and uh, like what are some of the things they're looking at in the future. So. Uh, the floor is all yours, uh, Reed. 
Oh, great. Awesome. Thanks so much. Um, yeah, so I work with POAP, and um, I'm thinking this is a pretty POAP-friendly crowd in general. Um, I'm going to post in the uh, – maybe an understatement, actually. But I'm going to post a, a QR code that everyone can redeem a, uh, an additional POAP uh, from as well. Um, and uh, should be in the community call chat right now. Um, so the story with it is is that uh, POAP is really wants everyone who's basically a cross-chain provider for services to be using POAPs. And, you know, it sounds like with V4 that that is going to become a reality um, because POAP wants to be chain agnostic. Uh, we meant to XDI to keep basically the costs free for both issuers and collectors. And we want to continue that uh, going on and think pool together is a, a great resource for getting more people involved with POAP. Uh, yes, I do have another form for claiming it. I'll uh, post the link for the website for it as well. Give me one moment. Um, and just going forward, um, you know, wanted to make sure that we could connect with the snapshot admin for, um, for pull together, uh, to make sure that we can get, um, uh, the connection basically made so that you can claim, create POAPs and then claim it for each one. Um, and uh, I guess it's really actually an easy, uh, setup for it. Uh, all you have to do is enable the plugin on your end. Uh, create an event, uh, a POAP, uh, in our admin panel, and then uh, message us on uh, Discord, and we can link the two together. And in the not-too-distant future, there's a roadmap uh, plan for making it so that it can be automated as well. So you can create the event. It'll ask you a question if you wanted to link it to a uh, plugin for a snapshot. Uh, type in the proposal ID, and then boom, it's done. That's awesome. Do you want um, to reach out to me with those details? I'm the admin. Or the oh, snapshot. I'm, I just muted myself again. <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah, I will. I'll reach out to you with it. Great. Thanks. Yeah, and once the uh, once the plugin is integrated, like I, I've I've done this with other apps before on snapshot and so once it's integrated like we just create uh, a po app and uh and then create the event and then we relay it to reed's team and they they integrate it into the uh they integrate it into the plugin so uh once you enable it brandon like uh we'll, like uh myself and other members of the community can take care of the po apps for the for the different voting events so n no additional work on your end Awesome. Well, we're definitely big fans of POAP, so appreciate you coming by and talking to us. Um, yeah. You, and and you know, Oops is the POAP king. <laughs> yeah, and uh, we're happy to have him working with our community as well, so great. Yeah, it's the best. Um, awesome. Well, the next thing is uh, someone from UMA, I think, was just going to talk a little bit or maybe even answer questions, too, about the range tokens, um, which if you guys have been following the um, the proposal, well, actually, Tuna has, has, has been advocating for the usage on a couple different fronts, and, and then it was also included in the um, the report we got back from Lama Dao. So, yeah, I don't know, Sean, do you want to say anything about... Um, about range tokens or give us, yeah, any background. You have the floor. Okay. Um, yeah, like you said, Tuna's really been leading this charge, so uh, I'm not sure if I'm the best person to give an update on like what the current state of the proposals are, but yeah, just here to kind of give a refresher on what range tokens are and yeah. what kind Yeah, of... I think that'd be helpful. Yeah, just give us, okay. for the people who are new to it. Yeah, awesome. Um, so real briefly, uh, like traditionally token sales happen in DeFi where, um, you know, these massive treasuries have a massive amount of their governance tokens and don't kind of have any sort of diversification in their treasuries. So they bring new investors on board or diversify their treasuries by selling their tokens at a discount with some associated lockup period. Um, like generally kind of like we saw this over at UMA and 
thought there would probably be better ways to do this because you know buying tokens at a discount kind of has uh, problems associated with that. Like generally, it's not super well received by communities and all of this. So we came up with a couple of new structures that we think work better for not only the DAOs but also potentially the investors. Um, and we're calling these uh, first range tokens and also uh, we have success tokens and essentially these are just structured products where I guess starting with range tokens first um, they look kind of similar to like convertible debt in like the traditional VC world where the treasury would lock up a certain amount of their governance token and sell it to an investor um, for some stable coin notional. And it looks kind of like a debt product because uh, right now the DAO can borrow USDC against their treasury tokens, but not actually sell at any set price yet. So uh, there would be a lockup period associated with it. And then at the end, uh, like when this contract expires and that lockup period is over, whatever the current price of the whatever the current price of the governance token is at that time um, would be what you are essentially selling your governance token for to cover your debt, cover the tokens that you've borrowed. Um, so, like getting into the weeds a little bit, kind of looks like uh, like a token sale with uh, with a call option included for the investor and also the investor selling a put option um, back to the treasury. So yeah, and then the other one is a success token where uh, to compensate the investor for the lockup period, instead of selling the tokens at a discount, you're basically included, you're including an embedded call option with the token sale. So you can sell tokens like near to spot. And if the investor in the success token, you know, benefits from this embedded call option, it's kind of like a win-win situation where like the investor gets more of the underlying governance tokens, but also like, you know, the protocol is one because that means that you've hit some sort of like way out of the money strike that means that like the whole protocol is benefited from that uh, kind of investor relationship. So yeah, that's like a quick summary. It's kind of hard to do over voice. I wish I had like slides or something, but welcome any questions. Uh, real quick, just wanted to jump in. I think that was a great description, Sean. Um, and just want to point out, aren't these tokens available for like the DAO to purchase back as well? Like say the Say the token does a say our governance token does like a five x, um, you know, and and it's just uh, would we we would have the option to buy those tokens back from the investors, correct? Yeah, absolutely. These tokens are just ERC twenty tokens with kind of the payout mechanism embedded into the contract that they're created from. So, yeah, if the DAO wanted to purchase back the tokens, they definitely could. question. Any other question? Yeah, I think that's good. It's like a high level overview. Um, for those of you who are interested, I'll grab the links um, to the Tuna's uh, post about how like a specific idea he has for using them. Um, and I'll post those so you can kind of like dive in deeper. Um, I I'd also say that, uh, like, I don't know, these structures are, like, they they have good comparables in, like, the traditional finance world, but they are, like, you know, a, a little bit more complicated than just, like, buying a normal token. Um, and Llama, in Llama's write-up, they have, like, some great examples about, like, how the actual payout structures work and, like, how it would benefit pool together. So I definitely recommend reading that as well. Awesome.
Yeah, for those of you who haven't read that Lama report, it's really good. Um, okay, awesome. Uh, any last questions for any any last questions for Sean before we move on? I guess I have one question. Um, I'm like not super familiar with like pull together's governance process, but uh, and maybe this is like Tuna seems to handle these things like he's pretty awesome and like handles these things without me having to worry about it, but uh. Like what? What is kind of the next process? Like, what would be the next step in the process if, uh, like, people generally like, you know, had good sentiment towards Tuna's proposals? Yeah. So there's already basically he's already written up a um, there's a post on the forum. So I think the 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 general process is like post on the forum, discuss it, like sort of get like alignment high level, and then go to um, the, the PTIP, which would be another forum post, but it's like much more official, formal, like here's the exact settings, and then it would go to a vote. Um, so awesome. that's that we're at step kind of one of those three steps. Um, I do think, obviously there's kind of two things to get alignment on too, right? Like one is, one is, do we wanna use this mechanism to raise funds? And the second is like, what would we do with the funds we raise? And I think there's probably, my sense is there's more buy-in on like using the mechanism and maybe less buy-in on like how exactly to use the funds that would be raised. But to be honest, yeah, to be honest, I don't, I don't totally know, but that, that's, that's sort of where it's at right now. So if people want to weigh in, definitely the next step is to look at this thread that I just posted and uh, post your comments and thoughts there. Awesome. Thank you. Awesome. Um, so also I was looking, we had a nice small fish win the prize this week or one of the prizes this week. They won, let's see, a little over 2000 bucks. Um, they had $900 deposited and I was just looking, it's kind of cool. You can see pool together is the only thing they've ever done. <laughs> so it looks like they deposited into pool together three or 127 days ago. And, uh, they've never done anything else on Ethereum <laughs> and now they've won, um, you know, a couple thousand dollars. So that's cool. They won, let's see how much they won $1,100 of, of comp tokens plus $1,200 of die. So yeah, $2,300. I think the pods are the unluckiest player ever in pulling in history. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the pods, are, they do, it does feel pretty unlucky, but I don't know. It'd be interesting to look at like, I think we're just more aware of it, you know, cause, cause we're in the pods. Um, any other, okay. Anyways, so that's that. Okay. So in terms of official agenda, that pretty much covers at least the updates. Um, there's a few things that would repress, mostly just tutorials. Um, one big thing I wanted to flag on governance. The other big thing is there is, I just wrote up this morning, um, basically a plan on if we want to continue the current, not, not change at all, but continue the current pool incentives. Um, and so that's, that's sort of more of a housekeeping thing, but definitely want people's input on that. I'll repost that right now. Um, and I think we only had a couple of reminders in the announcements um, about Cello and about pods, but that's, uh, that's about it. So yeah, that ends our official agenda. So let's uh, just open up the floor to anything that people might wanna chat about. I'm interested to hear what uh, Lama thinks about the the options for using the range tokens like what's what's the best avenue to direction to go yeah that's a great question is there anyone here from llama who would want to speak to that looks like maybe not i see brave new d5 but who's i don't know what's going on with him Sometimes attending the call and listening to the call is sometimes two different things. <laughs> can you hear me now? Yeah, yeah, we can hear you now. Oh, yeah, I had some issue with my with my headphones. Oh, no worries. Yeah, the question was about the current range token proposal. Is that right? Yeah, basically what you think would be the best thing to do with the range 
with the funds raised from using the range tokens. Yeah, so I know in our recommendation, we had talked about discretionary buybacks. I know looking at the current report for pool buybacks that the average price paid per pool was 1387. So the thought in our recommendations was if there were certain conditions that were determined, say by a treasury management committee, that those could be executed by the community, you know, when certain conditions are met, instead of doing a conditional buyback and having, you know, a, a set price over time where you're, you know, basically dollar cost averaging into pool. So that was our recommendation, but depending on what you would like to use range tokens for as well. I know we had talked about a couple other UMA products that could be used, such as KPI options for um, sponsorship incentives or, you know, other options like that as well. That makes sense. That makes sense. Uh, uh. Yeah, Joyce, did you want to say something? Yeah, did you want to say something? I was about to jump in since the, you know you opened it for and um, just on just uh, picking piggybacking on uh, what we're talking about treasury. Um, I haven't actually put in the proposal, even the step one of it yet, uh, but just want to actually uh, introduce grow protocol for a bit and talk about we are hoping to branch out into the treasury side and so it would be mainly on the stablecoin side where we can offer risk tranching so then like you'll be still safe from stablecoin exposure even if the major stablecoins fail or if a protocol fails. Um, it's really helpful to hear you know what uh, the answer to Sean was about the governance process so going forward I'll be putting that uh, like a draft proposal up I suppose onto the forum hoping to get your guys feedback whether, you know, is there any question, anything you would like to clarify, and also whether you think a proposed amount, you know, how to think about that would be a good way, whether it's a percentage of your current treasury, or whether that might be more of an absolute amount. We'd just love to get more input as we co-develop this proposal together. Awesome, yeah, I, I think the best way to move forward on that might be to do, do a quick forum post, just with sort of what you guys are offering and, and how you think you can help the protocol and then um yeah and then we can we can kind of respond and discuss from there and then maybe put it on the agenda for next week awesome we'll do that sorry i'm just laughing, I'm just laughing at some of these chat things <laughs> um, um and joy sorry i muted you because i was getting feedback i think i think everyone was but um uh, that's grow protocol. I don't know, Joyce, if you want to just post something in this chat here, I'll tag you. Um, actually, I guess that's a good prompt. Maybe, uh, oops, maybe we should give the code for the POAP. Sure. So code for the POAP is the number 28. So you're going to need to DM the POAP bot, the number 28, and then it will send you back a claim code that you can use to redeem your free POAP. I am claiming the POAP right now. Not making this mistake. So after you get a claim link, it should last for, I think it's like 30 days, but yeah, don't risk it, claim it, it's free. Or I mean, or it costs gas if you're gonna mint it to mainnet. Oh, wait, what? There's a lot more splashing going on in this pool. Yeah, we um, last week we spent some time and kind of redrew the entire thing from scratch on a different device using a different app. And so now I have a like a whole new and improved design, I guess, that I, I will change and work on. But the water's the biggest switch. I got a real quick thing, too. If you want to animate it, you can do it. You have my attention. Take a, GIF, you take a GIF file and change the uh, extension to PNG, and you can get an animated uh, POAP. Mm -hmm. Yes, I've heard you can use APNGs. Um, I've heard from the POAP team, though, they're like, not that they discourage it, but that. Um, I am the POAP team. No, I'm just kidding. 
well, yeah, no, it's uh, it's it's only for just the thing that uh, Tali Sky just mentioned in the chat, saying that uh, it's smooth on mobile. It's because we keep the file sizes small. Yeah. So you try to keep your ba- yeah you try to keep the file sizes s- slow to keep the loading process reasonable for people and it's not it's working pretty well. I'm getting an address is not valid. Badge couldn't be claimed. Any ideas why? You may just have to reload it again. Your Ethereum address is invalid. It's saying. Oh, I. I I'm, might be on the wrong. Uh, no, I was putting the URL into where I should be putting the Ethereum address. Uh, okay. You can claim it's an email address as well. Then was then. It's not really an NFT or a mint. But. I got it now. Oh, wait. That was Reed. Oh, man. Oh, sorry, Reed. Um, ah. <laughs> okay. Okay. I'm not allowed to touch my computer while in this new recording I'm a, method because it makes... I'm a Yeah. Okay. I get it. No, you're not. It would be, So I don't have to, like, export as APNG. I can literally just take a GIF and change the extension at the end? Take, yeah, it's a super, super hacker man thing that the sushi swap community found i think uh one of the uh maybe uma one of the uma guys actually found it i noticed that they have the apngs in like i've collected a few of the uma ones and they look really good um yeah wow that's that is a hack you're not kidding that's cool okay um do you think it would be like if every poap was an apng file do you think that would end up causing like like down the road do you think that would cause problems potentially the, the size that it limits it to when you upload a, a POAP that's animated is typically around 1.4 megs is the max. That's still a pretty big file, though, compared to, like, what we're yeah, currently to uploading. Yeah. yeah. Um, I had to run off for a bit, but I just want to make sure. We did cover everything to do with, like, snapshot and stuff, right? I saw the posts in the, in the thread. Yes, I think everything's taken care of. Cool, okay. Anything else we should cover in this, guys? Uh, I, I uh, w- this is Hook. Um, I wanted to bring up uh, that mpool, which is oh yeah, good uh, call, pool, man. Yeah, which is pool proof of stake on Polygon is now available on collab.landbot. So huge, actually massive <laughs> news, guys. It's it's actually yeah, it's very nice. I I actually put in a request for another community. And they've they've hesitated to add it, and they still haven't added it. So they really like pool together, and they've added the Matic Polygon uh, pool token. So if you would like to tip uh, the Matic Polygon pool token in the near future, you could deposit your own pool from Polygon into using the bot. You could deposit it, and then you can tip M pool. And so um, yeah, I'm gonna start doing that. 100% 100% that I'm, I plan on bridging a bunch over and tipping out that way so that once I tip it to people, they can actually withdraw it. Well, maybe um, if you're going to spin that gas, maybe uh, I can give you all my, uh, <laughs> all my, yeah. all my pool from, uh, from Ethereum that's on the bot because I can't afford the gas. <laughs> okay. Okay. We'll, we'll talk about a system. I've been talking with the Collabland team about theoretically just bridging over the hot wallet's contents. To mpool, yeah. Um, hey. If that's feasible, I'm not sure if it is. Can I jump in here real quick? Um, yep. And just ask. Uh, I kind of heard a little bit about like being able to connect my account with Collabland and then be able to tip or something. Sorry, I, I couldn't. I didn't get the gist of everything. There's two things. So you can use a join command and that will basically have Collabland send you a DM with a transaction that you sign. And after that, it'll reference your wallet and give you roles. So if you hold pool, P pool, um, any kind of like pool, LP tokens or polygon pool, then it'll give you roles and access to a private channel. Um, That's the first half the other half is the tipping that's what we were just talking about with the pool and the mpool tips and so collabland works as a tip bot 
Um, you do not need to link your address to receive a tip, but you will need to link an address to be able to deposit or withdraw. Um, Collabland stores the tokens for you in like a, a roll-up claimable state. Like you would claim it kind of similarly to the way you would claim like pool off the website. One thing that's cool, kind of cool about Collabland though, is that it lets you pay the gas fee like in your from your holdings of pool instead of in like ETH from your wallet if you have to. Oops, do you know like how much it costs the withdrawal? Because I haven't even tried that. I withdrew some like a week or two ago. Gas was reasonably low when I did it, and I think it cost me like two pool. If just wanted to throw this out there for you guys, um, I, 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 uh, the tip font guy just added Polygon. Um, uh, 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 he added support for Polygon to the tip bot. If y'all did want to use that, that's just an option. I, I was, Throw out there that, um, what tip bot is this? That's the tip. That's the the one that everybody's used. Like the one they use in Badger and Synthetics and uh, Uma and uh, which one's tip that? Tip tip dot cc. Oh no, screw that. We don't want to use that. It's all like an on. It's all off chain. It's basically just a glorified spreadsheet. Yeah, yeah. No, I I understand what it. I'm just throwing it out there that they just added support for it if y'all wanted that option. Okay, we've we've mentioned a we've mentioned a couple times, um, but they actually like another reason that I kind of wrote them off is because when I reached out to them about listing pool, they didn't even flinch and just said no, we don't deal with gambling tokens, and then just <laughs> and I was like, okay, whatever. Uh, well, I I've had a lot of inter and. Honestly, the dev is is a very um, particular type of person, and um, like I've I've helped like uh, get a bunch of tokens listed there. Like I helped Badger, and, and they came, you know, because I listed Harvest there, and then so everybody asked me how do I get this anyway. So I, I've had the unfortunate position of having to be an ambassador for most of the projects. So I, I completely understand what you're talking about. Trust me. Um, anyway. Uh, it is they do have lots of like cool games and stuff you can play like um, I understand like it's a you know like a centralized type deal but they do it is a good bot there's a lot of functionality the airdrops the phrase drops I use it in a lot of servers I don't deny that it's an awesome bot but when I mentioned it to this community they basically said I mean it doesn't really match pool together's values it matches a lot of other communities values who may not be so worried about the centralization and custodial aspect of things but like I find pool together is very like DeFi believer. If that, I mean, that's not a good way to put it. That's not a good way to word it. But like pool together really embodies the value proposition of DeFi. Listen, so. I agree with you, and I wish there was a decentralized option for this. Like, I'll pay somebody to build this thing and open source it. You know, uh, I, I really yeah. love that. Would be amazing if we get that. But it, as it is, this is like pretty much the best there is right now. Well. Uh, anyway, if you want to do those type of things and play the games and utilize it in that sort of way, at Uma we've really kind of done a lot of we've like used it to the max and, and gotten all of our money's worth out of it. And they've had a lot of fun playing with it, so that's just why I was uh, maybe suggesting. It's great feedback. Um, if like if the if the Tipsy Z team was open to list pool, which they said they weren't, I mean I would certainly say yes and i would add it to the server i wouldn't flinch on that so yeah and then if people it's wanted to use it that's up to them but they shot me down pretty hard the last time i asked no. so it's a it's a 800 listing fee and once again i'm happy to be the ambassador i'm not happy but i will be the ambassador here if y'all want me to uh, oh no that's not the issue at all like i'd have no problem paying that myself either it's just that they like they they just said we don't list gambling oh, tokens and just yeah. shut me down saying that Discord might come after them can, if they did. Can you ping me with with the person who, who um, you spoke with? I spoke with Oak. I spoke with Oak New. I'm okay. pretty sure he's the right. CEO. Well, yeah, he is. He's the owner. Yeah, <laughs> I'll. Uh, I'm happy to like talk to him, but if y'all don't want to mess with it, that's fine too. But if it, if we're gonna cause him issues, then like no, don't. I, I don't. But if like if if he's again ask, like we can mention to him again that we're like a savings ask. account and not a gambling protocol, and if he actually like understands. I, I, I don't think he's against sure. gambling. I think it was just I think he was busy is what it was, and he didn't want to mess with it. That's my personal opinion, and I don't know anything about the situation, but. I just uh, yeah, we can always try again. Never hurts. Anyway, 
Sure. Cheers. Yep. Hey, one more time, guys. I guess um, POAP code was the number 28. So you have to DM the bot the number 28, and it'll spit you back out a link. guys think about another bankless media blitz for version four i think i definitely think yes i think i would probably i don't know if you're on earlier when we were start talking about like the rollout versus launch I, I would probably maybe like want to do it like later in october or even like early november just to like make sure we're just firing on all cylinders <laughs> you know um yeah, I could probably I could reach out to David. I could probably do like that would probably be free. I could probably do an interview with them too. Okay, because Gabber was wanting to uh, try and push something, and I figured since now we have a release date, it makes sense to kind of line those. Yeah, I mean, yeah, maybe both. Maybe we do something for the release itself, and maybe we do something like you know a little bit further down the road. I, I think I, I don't know if you're on here earlier. I'll 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 try to circulate. To like get some time scheduled but i'd love to do like host like a call next week just specifically about um like marketing and rollout plan for v4 okay cool okay andy um is there any update on, on merch i've been i was gone for the weekend there's some shirts that came or not shirts but hats that came in but um i think they're still being worked on I yeah, haven't been as active in merch. Can you guys hear me? Yeah. Yeah. Yo, I uh, got no lost hats in. Um, next step is uh, hopefully to get some shirts. Um, these these drop printing places, uh, you, you know, you can put anything on a hat and it's supposedly going to come embroidered and, you know, fit in the way that the image is. But um, obviously printing it out and getting it sometimes can be a little different. So. Um, having to procure everything that way, it obviously takes a little bit more time, but I think once we do get the shop up, it'll, it'll make for a much better selection. So, uh, yeah, TBD and we're, uh, we're working on it. All about the merch. All about it. <laughs> Those no last hats though. If anyone wants one, I really love the uh, the black one. Just DM me and we can set that up. How many, how many of those do you have? Uh, I I just have a couple for myself right now, but one's on the way to Oops. Uh, Oops, yours should be there. Like today, I think. Yeah. Right. Um, but yeah, I'm just doing them individually right now. Hey. Um. Who has admin to, you don't have to answer me publicly if it's, but um, whoever has admin to snapshot, can you DM me? That's um, Brendan, he had already said that earlier. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Um, just making something here real quick. this uh okay also shout out to reed for attending thanks man appreciate it that's awesome yeah like agreed um there would be cool to do this like i'm just making this little list of like publications communities influencers educators that we should like reach out to and plan before launch with um that's a cool so, idea like, obviously chris k i'd even i put oops on there thumbs up um, thumbs up. And there's also like a lot of people who have done stuff on Polio. What about like McCall and Talisky for Reddit? They've got a good Reddit presence. Yep. Richard, when are you going to work for um, like, I don't know, Decrypt or something? <laughs> from uh, from doing the Gitcoin, what is it, the Richard TV? Yeah, I gotta pick one of those. <laughs> We're definitely doing Richard TV, but this can be on top of that. Hey, I'm I'm up for it. 
the Richard show. Yeah, tell me about it. I'd be in on that. I, I got to talk to Chris K, see if we could do something together too. Okay, could be nice. Yeah. We could have an emoji design contest or something. That would bring out some like artists and if that's what you're looking for. Um, I did mention we should have something like that recently. I, a long, long time ago, I was supposed to do a meme contest and then I just never did because I suck. So we could still do that or we could do an emoji contest and then we could use them in the server. Um, another kind of underutilized thing, which is relatively new, is that Discord now has stickers similar to uh, Telegram. And very, very few servers have stickers, and the ones that do don't have very many. So it's kind of like an a, another chance for Pool Together to show its earliness to ever, as we are typically early to these sorts of things. I like this a lot. Didn't we talk about this like maybe a week or two ago, like doing some sort of uh, design contest? I, I really like the idea. I think it's a great way to like <clears throat> give everyone kind of a chance to get involved and. and and get some cool stuff for the server as well. I, I'd love to incorporate that into the uh, into the merch process as well. Um, oh yeah, I, right. Yeah. Have a contest and then put the good winners on the merch. Oh yeah, that's a great idea. Exactly. Yeah, and do it. We could do a snapshot vote. I, I really like the way that Badger did it with like their dig um, token logo. If anyone remembers how they did that, just you know, twelve designs. You go and vote for it on snapshot um plus it'll it'll that's great marketing for when the merch is available so it's uh i like yeah it. it would be it would be a good campaign so um awesome well i'm, I'm still just working oh wait you guys you don't have this is open hang on oh let me oh sorry i just banned a wave of scammers so if you just got a dm from a giveaway crypto bot i they are all gone that was my chance to be a winner i know so crushing you mean i didn't win 0 0.9 btc <laughs> Yeah, so anyways, I just posted this. I'm just trying to make a list of, like, publications, communities, influencers, educators um, to reach out to when we launch V4, or before we launch V4. We can also probably put, like, wallets on there. We can reach out to all of our grantees. Um, we have tons of YouTube channels that would do well by covering that. Yeah, for sure. Got that on there. Cool All right. Um, well, anything else before we call it a day for a weekend? Yeah, I think we're good. Thanks, guys. Appreciate it. Yeah. Thanks, everybody, for coming. This has been great. And, um, yeah, we'll talk to you next week. And... Have a good weekend. Cheers. Lady y'all. See ya. See you guys. See you guys. Have a good weekend, everyone. Have a good weekend. Thanks, everybody. Good stuff today, guys. Take it easy.